All right, welcome to the Newsmax Daily for the 18th day of 2024, Thursday, 11824, National Gourmet Coffee Day, celebrating the many varieties of coffees that have come to America from all over the world, and I have been celebrating all day. Today is also National Peking Duck Day. Who knew there was a National Peking Duck Day celebrating an ancient delicacy by way of Beijing, China, a dish that is said to date back some 700 years. And if you're a fan of Peking Duck, then there would be no better day than today to go get some, right? I mean, it's not like an everyday kind of meal. You know, you don't hear people at work saying, oh, I had some Peking duck yesterday. Maybe you do. And even though the weather hasn't improved much in many parts of the country where you expect severe weather this time of the year, forecasters say another winter storm is brewing for this weekend, and it could dump a significant amount of snow from Chicago all the way to Pittsburgh, as far east as New York City. So if you live in those areas, and if you have travel plans, or if you have travel plans, I should say, be prepared, heads up for that. All right, let's go to Capitol Hill, where Congress remains at odds over the temporary funding bill that would avoid a partial government shutdown and President Biden's larger funding package for aid to Ukraine, Israel, and the U.S.-Mexico border. We must insist, we must insist that the border be the top priority. I I think we have some consensus around that table. Everyone understands the urgency of that, and we're going to continue to press for it. That's House Speaker Mike Johnson, part of the so-called Big Four of lawmakers that met with President Biden at the White House yesterday. I told the president what I have been saying for many months, and that is that we must have change at the border, substantive policy change. Senate leaders Chuck Schumer, the top Democrat, and Mitch McConnell, the top Republican, both believe a temporary bill passed by the Senate earlier this week will be approved by tomorrow to keep the government open. But an agreement on the full funding package is still way up in the air as Republicans demand action at the border. Pennsylvania Congressman Dan Muser spoke about it with Bianca De La Garza. Do you think a deal can get done that also will protect the southern border? Uh, no, I don't, only because we have made zero progress. In fact, we've, we've gone in reverse with the Biden administration since, since day one. Uh, and I was at the border with the speaker just a few weeks back, and it's worse than ever. We've had over 300,000 illegals of crossings. We've had terrorist crossings. We've had more drugs coming across than ever before. Even just in the uh, uh, Rio sector uh, where Eagle Pass is, they state that, that the cartels and the coyotes are making over a billion dollars a year in human trafficking. So this administration has been complicit. If their role was to, was to secure the border, it's been a miserable failure. If their, if their goal was to have an open border and allow drugs and illegals and those on the terrorist watch list into the United States of America, they've been marvelously successful. So we shall see. I want to get to uh, the bank overdraft issue because obviously that's a note. But just real quickly to button up this issue, it seems that some reports are that Mike Johnson and Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell are on very different paths today. So is that going to be something that those two guys can work out together or is it going to be part of what is going to complicate this? What I've seen from the Senate so far is totally unacceptable and will not secure the border. It's more about it's more about processing 
and resettlement. And that's the money that Biden's asking for. It's for processing and resettlement. We need remain in Mexico. We need tighter asylum laws. Remain in Mexico alone, Bianca, we were told by countless CBP would reduce illegals by 80%. It would be an enormous deterrent and reduce by 80%. Bring back remain in Mexico. Now we're making corrective actions. Yes. All right. Thank you so much, Congressman Muser. Bianca De La Garza is host of Newsline at noon on Newsmax. Fantastic way to spend your lunch hour. And Florida Congressman Brian Mass told American Agenda the Biden administration could fix the border tonight if they really wanted to. Also, how about a plan of attack to fix the southern border, too? Is there any progress on that front? Anything that uh, both sides are coming to an agreement on, or is it still uh, just a complete disaster as, as well? It's a complete disaster. You guys know this probably better than anybody, that the, the administration could secure the border tonight if they wanted to secure the border tonight. The fact is they don't want to do it. They want to let people in. They want to take care of their travel. They want to take care of their 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 uh, medical needs. They want to take care of their their food, uh, have states take care of their lodging, uh, their education. They're all of these different things. They don't mind that happening because they're looking to change the electorate across the face of this nation, change so many things that's going on here and all to the to the detriment of the U.S. taxpayer. And that's not hyperbole. It's what we all see going on before us. But of course, this administration, it's always, you know, Believe what we say. Don't believe what you see with your own eyes. Very well said. I do want to switch gears here. You served 12 years in the Army, Congressman, and we know Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin was hospitalized, recently got out. But despite spending several days in the ICU, of course, Austin and the Pentagon did not notify the White House or Congress of the secretary's condition until several days after he was admitted, even though he was diagnosed much earlier in December. In response to this, you told the Daily Caller, never ask your soldiers to do something that you wouldn't do yourself. This is no doubt. There is no doubt this would have been absolutely unacceptable for any other rank and file member of the military at any level. Do you think that Lloyd Austin should resign? Do you think he should be relieved of his position? I think he's been a terrible defense secretary to begin with outside of this uh, very clear demonstration of a lack of leadership, uh, not holding yourself to the same thing that you should hold others to. So yes, I would love to see him resign, move on, be fired. Uh, you know, take your list of things that we could do there. But, you know, again, to this date, I, I would go back to Afghanistan as even a bigger impetus. Nobody has been held to account for the disastrous withdrawal from Afghanistan, the equipment left behind, the people left behind, the attack on Americans, uh, the, the lack of consequences for those that, that attacked us, uh, the, the way that they're changing the military into a political woke organization instead of, number one, the, the most dominant fighting force anywhere in the world and be willing to wield that power when anybody comes against us. It is the wrong leadership for the United States of America. It's like they think we're France or something instead of the United States. It's like they think we're France or something. That's Florida representative and Army veteran Brian Mast speaking from outside the Capitol building on American Agenda with Katrina Zisch and Bob Brooks. For more on Capitol Hill negotiations or lack thereof, let's go to the Chris Salcedo Show. The Uniparty, absent doing any work, has seen the GOP colluding with Democrats to pass yet another fake budget. This new CR would continue Democrats' overspending levels until March. The reason this is happening is that the GOP, in an apparent acknowledgement that they are incapable of governing, 
failed to pass 12 appropriation bills by the deadline. That deadline was last June. Absent unifying principles, Republicans still can't get their act together, but rest assured, they got all their vacations in. Meanwhile, Hunter Biden is making a documentary and using the hapless GOP as a background, as, you know, background players. Hunter made a mockery of the Republicans, ignoring a lawful congressional subpoena. The GOP was so outraged, they went on vacation. When they got back, the first order of business was to do a photo op at the border to tell Americans about a three-year-old set of border crises the GOP had done nothing to stop and still hasn't done anything to stop. When the GOP finally got around to voting in committees to treat Hunter Biden just like everybody else by holding in him in contempt, he showed up at the hearing and, and spit in Republicans' faces. Did the GOP give Hunter his due? No. After he got his great footage for his documentary, Hunter's attorneys demanded the GOP reissue their subpoena, and the GOP dutifully complied. The Republicans have put the contempt vote on hold, codifying the Democrats' belief that they are to be treated special. They are above the law. That leads us to President Trump. After the John Cornyn, Liz Cheney, Mitch McConnell, Paul Ryan surrender caucus had convinced GOP voters that we had to accept rampant, uncontrolled illegal immigration, Trump said, no, we don't. When the surrender caucus said we had to accept moderate Republicans like Bush appointee John Roberts on the Supreme Court, Trump said, no, we didn't. When the Democrats said that they wanted to overspend until the cows come home and that Americans need to have their taxes raised to pay for all the Democrats' stupid overspending. Trump said no. That has led to the Democrats and the Surrender Caucus's hatred of President Trump. That is Chris Salcedo, host of the Chris Salcedo Show, 4 o'clock Eastern on Newsmax. President Trump, meanwhile, was back in New Hampshire for another rally last night. A vote for Nikki Haley this Tuesday is a vote for Joe Biden and a Democrat Congress this November, because that's what's going to happen. She can't negotiate. I'm telling you, she can't negotiate. She's a lousy negotiator. The former president ratching it up against Nikki Haley as she continues to do well in New Hampshire polling. Haley and Ron DeSantis both also had rallies in New Hampshire on Wednesday. You got basically four candidates, major candidates at this point. Biden, me, Trump and Haley. I'm the only one who's not running a basement campaign. I'm the only one that's willing to debate. Chaos follows him. And y'all know I'm right. Chaos follows him. And we can't have a country in disarray and a world on fire and go through four more years of chaos. We won't survive it. The former president and Nikki Haley will both be off the campaign trail today. Trump won't be back in court in New York either. He's attending his mother-in-law's funeral in Florida today. And Nikki Haley is back in South Carolina visiting her ailing father as well. For more on Haley, this is radio host Howie Carr, host of the Howie Carr Show on Newsmax 2. Well, you know, NBC, which is obviously not a pro-Trump uh, organization, they, they had a story today saying that uh, Nikki Haley's donors have told her that uh, she's, got to, uh, she's got to do very well in uh, the New Hampshire primaries. I noticed the, the New York Post, a Murdoch uh, publication, they, uh, they, they're, they're trying to lower the expectations. They're saying if she could stay within single digits, that's, that's a win. But I, I'm not buying that. You know, the thing is, if, if DeSantis fades out, too, uh, other polls, have shown that most of DeSantis's voters, their second choice is President Trump.
They're not going to switch over to Nikki Haley. And now you got the Democrats are coming up to try to uh, make sure that Biden gets enough write-in votes so that he doesn't get embarrassed on Tuesday. They, they had the governor of Massachusetts. Now you have the mayor of Boston there. And, and this was two weeks ago. They were te- they were telling uh, the, the New Hampshire Democrat Party that the the, uh, the Democrat primary was meaningless. Now they're now they're rushing troops in. So that that gives that gives Haley a smaller universe to collect from these undecided voters who could take a Republican ballot on Tuesday. Absolutely. Uh- and, you know, as we look towards Monday, you know, to Howie's point, Liz, and then it is to South Carolina. And some are saying if she can't hold her own home state, she definitely has to make a, a decision there. Um, 20 seconds to you, Liz, to finish this conversation. Well, absolutely. We, we need to unify and spend this money on actually what matters, which is taking the fight to the corrupt government that's trying to destroy our country, that's opened our border has ruined our economy and trying to get us into World War III. It's very simple. President Trump is the leader of the greatest political movement in our history. It's time for these political hacks to get behind him and go to the task at hand. That's former RNC spokesperson Liz Harrington on Newsmax. New York Congresswoman Elise Stefanik, rumored to be high up on the list of potential Trump running mates, is now going to be campaigning with Trump this weekend in New Hampshire. So that may be a sign or more of a sign. And I have a couple of new polls that are very interesting for different reasons. Two polls, two completely different reasons. An Atlanta Journal-Constitution poll shows Donald Trump with a significant lead over President Biden in Georgia, a key swing state that could help decide who wins the November presidential election. The poll of registered voters showing Trump with an eight-point lead over Biden in a hypothetical matchup, 45% to 37%. Again, in Georgia, one of the key states that Biden flipped in 2020 and is the state at the center of the Trump election interference case. Speaking of the election interference case and all the other cases, a new Reuters Ipsos poll shows Trump's chances of winning in November drop dramatically if he was to be convicted and sentenced to a crime, which is exactly the long game of the Democrats. The poll surveyed 3,815 registered voters, asking them whether they would vote for Trump in the event of a criminal conviction. Only 20% of those people polled said they would vote for Trump if he was convicted, 58 stating that they would not. 20% of the people polled said they were unsure. And a judge in Maine has deferred a ruling on whether to uphold or overturn the Maine Secretary of State's decision that the former president is disqualified from appearing on the 2024 presidential primary ballot under Section 3 of the 14th Amendment. In her 17-page report, Judge Murphy said she wanted to promote consistency and avoid voter confusion ahead of the state's March 5th primary by declining to rule on the, quote, unprecedented issues that are already being considered or will be considered by the U.S. Supreme Court. That's actually the Colorado ballot case that's being considered in the Supreme Court, but the high court's ruling would set the precedent across the board. Oral arguments in the Supreme Court are set for February 8th. Yesterday, I mentioned the World Economic Forum in Davos, Switzerland. You can't just say Switzerland. You have to say Davos. It's like a thing. Well, yesterday, Jamie Dimon, the highly respected CEO of J.P. Morgan Chase, widely considered a top economic business guru, said this. When people say MAGA, they're actually looking at people voting for Trump and they think they're voting and they're basically scapegoating them. 
that you are like him. Uh, and but I don't think they're voting for Trump because of his family values. If you look, just take a step back, be honest. He's kind of right about NATO, kind of right about immigration. Mm-hmm. He grew the economy quite well. China, China virus. Ta- tax reform worked. Mm-hmm. He was right about some of China. I don't. I don't like what he did. Oh, no, I said China virus. Yeah, I understand. When he, when he made him right. He, he, and I don't like how he said things about I Mexico. I don't like. But he wasn't wrong about some of these critical issues, and that's why they're voting for him. And and I think people should be a little more respectful of our fellow citizens. And when you guys have people up here, you, have, you should always ask the why. Not like it's a binary thing. You're supporting right. Trump. You're not supporting Trump. Why are you supporting Trump? It's hard to Trump? hate 75 million of your fellow Americans. It's, I, I agree. It's done quite and, you know, the Democrats have done a pretty good job with the deplorables, but, hugging on to their Bibles and their beer and their guns. I mean, really? Like, can we just stop that stuff and actually grow up and treat other people with respect and listen to them a little bit? Jimmy, and, and I do think the economy will affect. And I think this, this negative talk about MAGA is going to hurt Biden's election campaign. Take a step back and be honest. A lot of people can't and won't do it. They just dislike Donald Trump or hate Donald Trump too much. Again, that's J.P. Morgan Shea CEO Jamie Dimon at the World Economic Forum on CNBC with Joe Kernan. That's the guy you hear talking in the background. And after back-to-back negative days on the markets, after the Martin Luther King holiday on Monday, the markets opened mostly green. The Nasdaq was up over 100 points, so we'll see where it goes. Be sure you stay up to date on all the news all day long on Newsmax. It's available on most major cable systems like AT&T, Comcast, Xfinity, Mediacom, Spectrum, Suddenlink. And have you checked out the new Newsmax Plus yet? Go to NewsmaxPlus.com, sign up for a free trial. That's NewsmaxPlus.com. It includes all of your favorite shows and hosts and great guests, documentaries, other special programming, and much more. NewsmaxPlus.com. I'm Tony Marino. Thank you for listening to the Newsmax Daily. Continue to share it with your friends and family. Enjoy the rest of your Thursday. After drinking coffee, maybe go get some Peking duck. And keep on fighting the good fight. News breaks every minute, every day. You need the app, the Newsmax app. Find it free on your smartphone store. Then watch us anytime, anywhere.